Welcome to Weight Loss for Dentists. I'm Dr. Natanya Brown, a board-certified endodontist and certified life and weight coach. I'm on a mission to help dentists live at their goal weight without relying on deprivation or willpower or even intense workouts. If you want to start making more mindful choices so that you can lose weight permanently and have fun in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back. I am so glad you're joining me today. And another little disclaimer, I'm in my car again. Yes, my kids are at this wilderness after school thing again. It just so happens that it's coinciding on the days that I want to be recording this podcast. And you know what? I could really tell myself that this is a huge problem and be really annoyed and irritated. Or I could just say, you know what? The show must go on and this podcast will be recorded from the comfort of my car. Hopefully it will actually be quiet. Although there are a ton of kids out there today and I have a sneaky suspicion you will hear some squeaks, squabbles, noises, yelps in the background. So again, you have been warned. All right, my friends, so this episode that we're going to delve into today, it is a concept that I talk about with every single one of my students within the Weight Loss for Dentists program. This concept about no more eating like a zombie, it's centered around building awareness and basically waking up so that when we're mindlessly eating, we can pause and interrupt it and potentially minimize it from continuing to happen. So what am I talking about here? Let me just back up for a second. Like which one of us hasn't had a situation where we're running around like crazy all day, taking care of patients, making sure staff is happy, putting out fires in the office, you know, barely having a chance to grab any lunch, let alone eat, let alone pee, let alone drink water. Maybe I already said that only to get home. And then like before you know it, you're maybe three or four cookies in before you even come to realize what's going on right? And you're like, whoa, hang on a second here, right? Like you just kind of like ate more than you would have even bargained for, right? Like, you know, that feeling, it's like as if something comes over you, like you're possessed as if you have no control about what's going on. And honestly, for me, I can acutely remember so many countless evenings and I felt like I thought I had a great diet and and I really did. And I was making what I considered to be very good food choices. But then something would happen in the evening after one of these long days, like I've mentioned, and it's as if I could just automatically gravitate towards food, you know, even though I'd already eaten dinner, right? So for me, it was in the after dinner time. You, you can kind of tweak the time for whatever's relevant for you. But the bottom line is I wasn't hungry. Hunger did not have anything to do with this equation. And yet I wanted food, right? I was on autopilot when I was eating. Now, maybe it was chocolate. Maybe it was ice cream. Maybe it was graham crackers and milk. Truthfully, that's one of my favorites. Maybe it was a few bowls of cereal, whatever. It did not matter what it was. Inevitably, I would end up having more than I would have liked. And when I finally would come to, so to speak, when I finally realized what was going on, I would start feeling pretty regretful. I'd start to ask myself, like, why on earth had I eaten so much? 
especially during the time that I was trying to lose the 40 pound weight gain from my second pregnancy. Okay. The issue with autopilot eating is that it does not help you get to where you want to go. Okay. Side note, I have two boys which are in this wilderness camp right now happening outside of my car. And when I think about autopilot eating, it really reminds me of the zombies on the video game Minecraft. Now, that analogy may or may not make any sense to you, but suffice it to say that it's like this video game that kind of looks like, you know, Legos, like you're kind of building stuff with Legos. And then there's these zombies that are walking around. Oh, oh. They're walking around the video game. And I honestly don't know anything about Minecraft, except I think you're supposed to avoid the zombies or I don't really know like what's going on or what the situation is with the zombies. But zombies are usually not very good, right? <laughs> but that's how I would feel when I was eating. I felt like a zombie, like, you know, something had kind of taken over me, right? And so what we're talking about today is how to not be a zombie when you're eating, how to instead build awareness so that you can start to feel more in control when you are eating, right? Build awareness so that you can eat on purpose and not just on autopilot, okay? So this is what tends to happen when we want to lose weight. We decide we want to lose weight. And then maybe we find some plan or we sign up for a diet or exercise program or whatever it is, and we start doing it. And we're a couple days in and we're following it and things are going well. And the program is telling us what we need to be doing and we're following it and things are going fine. And then whammo, bammo, we make a mistake. Something along the lines of, let's say, maybe a specialist sends over donuts and they look so yummy and tasty and we see everyone else having them. And quite frankly, we're a little stressed that day and we might even think that we deserve it. And so without really giving it much further thought, we have a donut and it's amazing. And then without really giving it any further thought, now we're having a second one. And so then at some point, we realize, holy smokes, I didn't want to do that. We finally come to, we regain our consciousness, so to speak. And then we think to ourselves, well, now I've royally messed up, right? Side note, for a lot of us, this is where we beat ourselves up and tell ourselves that we won't ever get to our goal, right? But if we can just be stronger, then we can get back on the bandwagon. And essentially what I'm pointing out here, here uh, pinpointing here, is that for most of us, we realize we've overeaten after the fact. Now you might be listening to this and you might say, well, yeah, no kidding, Sherlock. Of course we realize it after the fact. When else would we realize it? Well, so today what I'm going to show you and I'm going to teach you are the stages of awareness. I almost wanted to name the episode of that, but it didn't quite sound as catchy as no more eating like a zombie. <laughs> but basically what you're going to learn right now are the stages of awareness. How can we scoot up the awareness in these situations that will lead to overeating so that we can potentially interrupt ourselves? Okay, so that we can interrupt our most likely well-established habit of overeating 
and we can change the course of action so we don't end up overeating. Like, doesn't that sound amazing? Well, it is, okay? And so let me explain, how does this all happen? As I just mentioned, the first stage of awareness is going to be after the fact, okay? So if you have actually identified that you overate, or let me get clear, these are situations where you weren't hungry to begin with, okay? So not to be confused with a situation where you were legitimately hungry, you ate, and then you kept on eating. Some of this material will apply to those situations, but for the sake of simplicity for today's episode, I'm really referring to instances where you were not hungry to begin with and you ate, okay? So, Let's go back to what we're talking about here. The first stage of awareness is going to be recognizing when you have eaten without being hungry after the fact. You're recognizing it after you have actually eaten. If you've identified that you have eaten when you are not hungry, I know that this might sound really silly and really dumb and trivial and not worth celebrating at all. But truthfully, that is no small thing. You deserve a congratulations. If you've identified a situation where you have eaten and you are not hungry, that is a fabulous starting point in order to change your actions in the future so that you don't do it again. Now, this doesn't mean it's never going to happen again. That's not actually what I'm saying. But what it means is that you can start to identify the fact that there was a situation where you ate and you weren't actually hungry. And that is going to be really, really critical for you in the process of losing weight, okay? So the next stage of awareness is actually to notice as you are eating, okay? So as opposed to after the fact, the next stage is really scooting up that awareness so that you're noticing while you are actually eating, Okay, so this is the stage we, we start out being somewhat unaware of what we're doing, right? So remember this whole zombie thing. We may have started out as a zombie, not really paying attention, mindlessly eating. Let's go with potato chips. What the heck? And at some point we come to realize, oh my goodness, while you're doing it, you're actually like holy smokes, I'm eating potato chips. You're watching your hand go in the bag for more. It's different. It's not mindless. You're like actually seeing it happen. You're watching yourself. You're in there, in that stage. You might think to yourself, okay, it's very tempting if you're in this stage, you might even think to yourself, well, gee, isn't that great that I can watch myself eat, but I'm not really doing anything to change it. So you might feel really frustrated. You might think to yourself, well, why can't I actually stop? I don't want to be eating the potato chips, but I can't stop myself, right? So you may be frustrated. You may feel like you're not in control, okay? But here's the interesting thing is that even if you don't think that you're stopping any sooner than if you hadn't been paying attention at all, even if you're thinking that this stage of awareness is totally useless because you may not actually be changing your actions at all, so what's the point? What I'm here to tell you is that noticing what you're doing while you are doing it is actually the precursor to the next step, which is 
really fabulous. And that is noticing what you're doing and then actually interrupting yourself. Okay. Now it may feel like you are really far off from being able to interrupt yourself and to stop yourself in the middle of, let's say, eating a whole bunch of potato chips. Okay. But you, and so you might wonder how on earth can I stop myself? But I'm here to tell you that it's just, it's not this automatic cascade or domino effect that if you eat one potato chip, you're automatically relegated to eating the whole darn bag. Okay. Obviously you can substitute potato chip for whatever relevant food, you know, for you. You might think to yourself that you don't have any control and that there really is some kind of domino effect that you just can't control yourself, okay? But see, this is what tends to happen. When we, let's say, eat a potato chip, right? We generally have a lot of thoughts going on in our brains that are then inspiring us to continue eating. These thoughts may sound something along the lines of, wow, these chips are so yummy, or just a few more won't really matter, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to have your own flavor of enticing thoughts. But the bottom line is that once you start eating whatever it is, you will have thoughts that are trying to compel you to keep eating. Now, let's be perfectly clear. When we eat, dopamine is released in our brain. We like dopamine. It feels fantastic. Most of us also have a well-established habit for how we respond to the dopamine. In other words, for a lot of us, we have thoughts like, oh yes, I want more, right? And that's totally natural. Give me more. If a little bit is good, then more is better, etc. And so in addition to the dopamine, we start to have thoughts that are very compelling and they get us to want to keep eating more and more. These thoughts are very convincing. And in those moments, the only way that we will be able to interrupt ourselves is if we start to remind ourselves not just of what we want in the moment, which of course, in the moment, I want the chips. But what is it that we really want in the long run, right? For me personally, I want to feel good in my body. I want to be in control around food. And so therefore, even when I feel the dopamine that the chips are yielding, I get to remind myself, right, that the dopamine isn't going to last, but the weight gain will last, right? When we catch ourselves in the act of overeating, or rather eating when we're not hungry, excuse me, We need to pay attention to all these little sneaky thoughts and convincing thoughts that we can have that inspire us to keep eating. So what we need to do is simply to pay attention to them. This is how we don't follow their every beck and whim. We don't follow those thoughts like they are commands. We can instead start to differentiate and ask ourselves, is this thought like a command that I want to follow? Am am I having this thought that a few more chips won't matter? And is that even true? And then we can ask ourselves, how do I really want to feel when I'm done eating this? How do I want to feel in an hour or two? This is how we minimize regrets. We remind ourselves of what we truly want more than just in that moment. So the last stage of awareness is to be able to identify the desire to eat and interrupt 
ourselves before we even get started eating. Now, remember, again, that this has nothing to do with responding to actual hunger. We're just talking about situations when you might be eating and you're not hungry at all. Imagine having the desire to eat when you aren't hungry and interrupting that pattern. It's actually possible for you. The desire to eat is not a command that you have to follow. We can have the desire to eat and not respond to it. But what does that look like? I want you to notice that desire to eat. And instead of instinctively reacting to it, like it's this emergency, right? Like must go to the fridge, must go to the pantry. I want you to pause and ask yourself, am I actually hungry right now? And if the answer is no, then I want you to ask yourself, what is it that I'm feeling right now? Pause long enough to actually internally answer this question. I'm not talking about five or 10 minutes or some super long time frame. I'm talking about three seconds tops. Ask yourself, what is going on for me right now? What is it that I am feeling? This is going to get to the heart of why you want to be eating when you aren't actually hungry. And you might recall, as I've said in prior episodes, eating when you aren't actually hungry doesn't make you a bad person, but it does make losing weight harder. Not impossible, but harder. So I say, make things easy on yourself. I always recommend focusing your efforts, at least initially, on reducing or minimizing or potentially eliminating times that you might be eating when you aren't even hungry. That's going to be the biggest bang for your bite. (laughs) Biggest bang for your buck. I'm getting tongue-tied. So you've identified that you aren't hungry and you've asked yourself the question, well, what am I feeling right now? (laughs) Well, that's a real doozy of a question, right? As dentists, we don't really talk about feelings. We're not really taught to talk about feelings. I mean, we're very well-versed in telling people when we're stressed or when we're tired, but in general, as a group, we don't really talk about our feelings. We're really good at ignoring them, bottling them up, so that we can act professionally in front of our patients and staff, et cetera, et cetera. That's totally fine, okay? But what would happen if you allowed yourself a moment to check in with yourself and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now in this moment? It can be actually pretty amazing what you might learn. Maybe you'll learn that you're feeling a bit of FOMO because everyone in the office is eating the donuts that the specialist sent over and you want one. Or maybe you'll find out that you're feeling a little bit of insecurity because you had a disgruntled patient and you're possibly wondering if you handled the situation poorly. Maybe you're feeling a little incompetent or in over your head with how to manage this particular patient. and You just wish that they'd be happy. Or maybe you'll discover that you're exhausted and tired and you really just need a mental and physical break. Notice how none of these things have anything to do with hunger. And yet for so many of us, we're trying to solve these things with food. Almost all of us have been conditioned to use food, maybe alcohol, to help us to feel better in each of these situations. 
And as we grow in our awareness for how we can make more mindful choices with our food, we get to ask ourselves if we aren't hungry and we've taken it a step further and we can identify what is actually going on for us then in that exact moment, then we can ask ourselves, what is it that I really need right now? This is not a one size fits all answer, my friends. Maybe you need two minutes of quiet. Maybe you need to go for a walk. Maybe you need to sit down and relax. Maybe you need to take a deep breath and refocus yourself on what is in your control and how you want to respond to this situation. Look, I know, I get it. We don't always have time for elaborate things, bubble baths or long walks or massages, but we always have five seconds to mentally give ourselves some space to check in and ask, what is it that I actually need right now? What sneaky thoughts am I believing about myself or this situation that are compelling me to eat, even if I am not hungry? What is in my control right now? Knowing about these stages of awareness, my hope for you isn't that you'll start to get discouraged thinking that you're so far from being able to interrupt your patterns that it's not even worth trying, but instead to recognize that truly, no matter where you are in your level of awareness, you can deliberately make choices to build upon it, okay? Minecraft style, brick by brick. Lego by Lego, you can do this. This is how you gradually become more conscientious and mindful in your choices. My friends, if you feel like a zombie, overeating and barely noticing, I just want to tell you that it does not have to stay that way forever. Notice how you're talking to yourself. Notice the awareness that you do have right now. Take the steps that I've given you in this episode and see how you can put it to use in your own day-to-day life. I'm confident that interrupting old habits is 100% possible for you. People change. We are not stuck in our patterns. And you actually believe that on some level too. Otherwise, you wouldn't even be here listening to this podcast. (laughs) Okay? All right, my friends, that's what I have for you today. And before I go, I'm actually really curious if you've had a chance to leave a review for this podcast yet. If you haven't, could you please leave a review on whatever app you're listening, podcast platform you're listening to it on? It would be so appreciated. And I'm also curious, maybe you have a colleague that would benefit from this podcast. Now, I know sometimes we can get a little squeamish talking about losing weight, et cetera, et cetera, with our friends. But sometimes something as simple as telling somebody about something that we've learned that's helpful, you know, like, hey, I learned something on this podcast that could be a great way to open up a conversation. You just never know who you might be able to inspire and who, who might actually just be waiting for you to share this podcast with them. And I would greatly appreciate it. All right, my friends, that's it for today. I really, truly hope that this episode has been helpful and I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to start taking action towards permanent weight loss, then go download my five secrets where I'll teach you the top five things to lose weight and keep it off without resorting to restrictive diets, deprivation, or even intense exercising. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash start. That's drnatanya.com forward slash start to get started. 
it's time to make your weight loss goal a reality 